Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! It's such a peaceful-sounding song, isn't it? So deceptively peaceful. It's interesting. I don't usually associate Christmas carols with murder. <laughs> but I don't know if I can get past this one. This does sound a little ominous to me. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it's been I mean, one of my favorites for a while, and now it's going to be like, oh, He didn't have a gift. He brought a drum. He played for... Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and all of you wonderful After Buzz fans, and welcome to the recap for the season finale. The, se- the mid. Wow. <laughs> We're going to take it again. Yeah, no, no. The mid season finale of Arrow. We're covering season four, episode nine, Dark Waters. And things occurred. With me tonight, I have the wonderful Steve Kaufman. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I have a tendency of coming on the Arrow After Show for the big ones. Nice. You, you kind ones. of do. I, season <laughs> premiere last year, season finale last year, mid-season finale this year. And what's your Twitter? I'm at Steve Kaufman. You can find me K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. The <laughs> incredible you. Tari Miller. Hey guys, I'm Tari J. Miller. I'm always here at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. The incorrigible Lex Michael. <laughs> that is, in fact, my name and a fitting adjective. Uh, I am all over the internet-y talky stuff at the Lex Michael. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me at Kiyoje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We are also checking the hashtag ABTV Arrow and the live chat, which uh, has quite a few people in it tonight. Hello, everyone. Ali Kona could not be with us this evening. You can tweet her your season's greetings at boysandbeauty01. So, what did we think of this episode? Stuff happened. Yeah. Things occurred. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I just couldn't help but think this entire episode that um, Will Farrell from Anchorman, like, well, that escalated quickly. I yeah. mean, that really <laughs> got really out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I killed a guy. Uh, <laughs> like, that's how I felt this whole way, because this entire season, we, it, we all felt to be building... To like, we're finally going to get the Damian Dark. We're finally, everyone's finally going to know about everybody else's secrets. He might actually propose. Like all that stuff seemed to be building to right now. Honestly, right. I think the pivotal moment of this season was him outing Damian Dark in a press conference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saying, "If this guy, this is his name. This is what he looks like. We have a hotline. You know, we need to stand together because that Damian Dark can no longer go out in public." Mm. And that has been part of his thing, is being that good guy who talks with people and helps fun stuff, and that that is a thing of the past now. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, though, at the same time, he's he's just fearsome enough that I feel like even if he did go out and talk to people, like it it he could still conduct business in the same way that he did. I think that outing him put him in a desperate situation, but at the same time, he's still in control. Yeah, and especially what we do know about this plan. It seems to be the people he answers to, although I don't think he answers to anyone as much as he's consorted with that group. These, right. Yeah, this weird they, shadowy cabal. Yeah, like they wanted him they wanted him to stay private until he showed them results, and I don't think they care anymore. Yeah. Now they're like, yes, corn plan. I like it. Yes. <laughs> See, that Genesis, is that, you know, aside from being a really great band, is that the first that we've heard of that this season? It's the second. The first time was when uh, the other member of his consortium came into town. Right before he killed her, um, she was like, how's Genesis going? And then he murdered the shit out of her. Nailed it. And there we go. He meant Christmas, guys. Yes. That's what he meant. He murdered, he murdered the Christmas, Christmas out of her. <laughs> Who had four minutes? Who had four minutes? I, I had seven. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alexis. We're usually pretty good at this. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I blame you. I'll take it. <laughs> I, and I leveled up. See how that works? Nice. So, so we start the episode with cleaning up the bay, which is something that Oliver has been explicitly told not to do and is therefore doing it anyway. Because he's Oliver. Yeah. yeah. And it that particular little bit ends with drones hailing gunfire upon volunteers. Which Felicity can somehow shut down remotely. We we don't question that iPad anymore, do we? No, magic not, iPad. Yeah, not from Felicity. Magic iPad. The universe they're in has time travel. I'm good with magic <laughs> iPad. I'll <laughs> buy it. I will, if, by the way, if the biggest buy in the episode is the iPad, I can skate past it. <laughs> that is true. That you're like, I. She's one of the smartest people there. <laughs> oh, for me, the biggest buy in the episode is that she's dead. Should we? Let's just address that, all right? That's the elephant in the studio. Is that we close this episode? Except the elephant on the couch. Yes, there's a lovely elephant on the couch there, along with everyone's purses. (laughs) Alexis, like, where's the elephant? You can't see it. Yeah, keeps talking about who's. It's It's blending in. I see what you did. Yeah. Tari, 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 get out. You're done. Get out. He done it. Well, Tari, he done it. Done my job. Flies through the ceiling. Yes. Someone's going to gift that. Oh, boy. I think the only reason that we haven't gotten the off-topic button yet is because it's Alexis and she encourages us. You are correct. So... We end this episode with a nice little montage set to the little drummer boy, because, you know, we like to traumatize our audience mm. about as much as the show does. And it cuts in between dark, entering a room with a Christmas tree and a little girl. And it looks like this might be his family, yeah. question mark, because yeah. that little girl is super happy to see him, which is not a usual reaction upon meeting Damien Dark, let, let's be real. Yeah, it's either ah or who? <laughs> no, I think it's his family. Like I would assume that's his actual family. He's, he's kind of like Harriet Jones. We know who you are. <laughs> so yeah, that probably is his actual. But that family, family must not watch TV, <laughs> or they're not in Star City. That too, or they accept him for who he is. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. He is a rich businessman, as far as they know, and I mean, he has a lot of influence. There's no reason why they can't be like, yeah, Daddy's a powerful, successful guy. 
Yeah. <laughs> Who, who has Darth Vader powers. Yeah. It's all right. Why not? Sure. Right. He uses them to levitate my dolls and make them dance for me. Doesn't yeah. everyone have so much fun? It's so great. It's normal. So we were interspersing that with Oliver and Felicity riding home in their limo after Oliver has finally proposed. It took you long enough. Mm. That ship is sailing. Um. <laughs> to be... It's <laughs> funny. To be to be fair, I'm pretty sure we all saw this coming when he did propose. Yeah. Well, the moment he that's pulled her, final. yeah, the moment he pulled her up in front of everybody, I went, "Oh, something real bad's going to happen to her." Yep. Well, because yeah. there's too much finality to that. Because when they drove off into the sunset, so to speak, at the end of last season, I was very clear on if the series were over, that's how it would end. Yeah. Right. That they just drive out in the sunset. Star City will be good, and then they'll be they'll be good and happy. Right. But the show has to continue. Yeah. Yeah. So I still don't buy that she's dead, though. It's oddly no. enough, you can survive a hail of gunfire. And we had the very awful, like, bleeding from the mouth thing. Yeah. So, yeah, Fel- Felicity's kind of become a uh, bullet pincushion, which is not a good lot in life. <laughs> and for some reason, Oliver and Fel- this is this is what got me. It was just their limo driving. They didn't have a security detail. They didn't have a police escort. They didn't have anything. After all of the talk about, we're still going to have these events, but we're getting increased security. Like, yeah. nothing. Does anybody else think that's part of a secret plan we'll find out about later? Someone on Twitter sure does. Yeah, like... We had this, where, where did it go? From Master Keith. Who agrees with me and thinks Oliver will fake Felicity's death while he has her in a secret location? Mm. But, but how would that plan work, then? At what point they... they she goes to the hospital, they save her life because she was... She was they tried to kill her? Like that's what we need to under. I how think, deep does the plan go? Well, let's hashtag frog water. Frog water. I mean, yeah, I want more frog water. I, <laughs> I want less frog water myself. I want more. Yeah, I want no, I'm with you. But what I do want is Every a day. well as a well laid plan. Yes. That Damien Dark still thinks I'm just a mayoral candidate who's just rather clever, clever, and not that not the Green Arrow. So if I just decrease my security a little bit, he's probably going to come after me at my soft target. Which I'll present as you, because I'll, I'll get engaged to you right in front of everybody, and then I'm going to go with a limited security detail. They're gonna, they're gonna mow down the limo. That poor driver, though. Uh, yeah. Sorry, buddy. They're you're actually, they're actually going to kill our driver. <laughs> I feel that like might be that part of the plan. Not have been, I, I don't know. But then he protected her enough, and the van or the the limo was protected enough that I think that that is all part of his plan to. Then make a daring escape, because he's Oliver Queen, and he's capable of making a daring escape. And then fake her death legitimately, that people will find him there with her laying there dead. Dead. Well, I feel like you give Oliver not too much credit, but that that's a lot of steps that need to happen in order for this to be a thing. And also, that it's not just Xanatos Felicity... Campaign. That uh, well, no, I'm going like I'm, I'm yeah. The plan is here on both sides. I mean, yeah, I mean, because essentially, it's not just Felicity who is in danger. It's also Diggle. It's also Thea. So, like, if for that to be an actual plan, he would have to have had all of them in that one location, been like, yeah, everyone's dead. Everyone I love is dead. Well, and not for nothing, it's a plan that if Oliver were to put this in motion, it's a plan that would necessitate Felicity being shot. 
Yeah. I don't know that I buy that he would put a plan into motion that hinges on Felicity being shot. It actually hinges on her not being shot fatally. Exactly. And that is, right. uh, this is, again, where we hit Xanatos gambit levels where you have to plan on the coin landing on heads, even though there is zero guarantee. Well, so I, think it's I can see him pulling a plan together after this to maybe kind of get her out of harm's way while she's recovering, but still have her be the tech support. But I don't think that this much was planned. From her surprise at being pulled up there, from these things being spontaneous, mm. from and I don't think he would have sacrificed a driver. I don't because either. there yeah. was a lot going on earlier about you know he went after volunteers, he went after civilians. That is crossing a line. Like, that's what pushed him over into outing Dark publicly. He only meant the driver ain't yeah. dead. He only meant those civilians. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Bob, you're hosed. But, but to explore this theory that I'm now unthinking, rethinking... Tell would, us more about your Xanatos gamble. I know. But it would rely actually on her not being shot, and then for him, for her to being able to fake it in that drive, in that daring escape. But the right. thing is, and this is kind of hinging on predictions territory, which we got to super early. I mean, we this have, episode. Yeah. We we have a preview for next for next week, for next Time. month, which I was not actually expecting to get. And it has the whole, you know, rushing her into the hospital, and she's flatlining, and Oliver in front of the grave, and it's my responsibility to finish this. I'm going to kill him. And, oh, she's not dead. No, no. The, no. And I... W- were you the one that said it was uh, baiting? What was the, what was the term? Um, intentional uh, misdirection. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that you? That might have been me. I'm sure it was one me. of you incredibly intelligent gentlemen said that. <laughs> that sounds like something I might say, right? No, yeah, that totally. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Super somebody, Lexi. Somebody said it, and we all <laughs> went. Mm. Somebody said it, and we all jumped on board so quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think we all feel like we said it. Right. But also, <laughs> also that one shot of the funeral, or well, really Oliver at a, at a grave. Yeah. Everyone and their mother would come to Felicity's funeral. Well, you have the nice dramatic shots after everyone's left the funeral. It's just leave me here alone, right? But like there weren't any chairs, and I, there was it could so be the much. And there I was so the much baiting, honestly, because oh, they're gonna die. Oh, they're gonna die. Oh, we have the gas chamber, which yeah, we Godwind right in the middle of this episode. That, mm-hmm. that was fun, but there, it just it was too heavily baited. It was, she's going to die. Well, she's not going to die. Well, now she's actually dead. And here's a very dramatic trailer to prove it. No, guys, she's fine. Yeah. 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 She, she's all right, guys. We, we've also talked about both on mic and off mic that that's a character who you don't have anybody else that they've set up to replace that that role, to, to play that part in the team dynamic. And we talked about maybe the closest is Curtis, but Curtis hasn't really been uh, in a, enough episodes, right, honestly. A big functional enough part of the team so far for that to seem like that's where they would go. Because right. usually, if they're going to set him up to replace someone, they know that Oliver is the arrow by that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've very intentionally kept that information from Curtis to the point where it's kind of a running gag when he shows up. <laughs> so. Yeah. They have not set up a replacement for Felicity in the same way they set up Thea to replace Roy when they took him off the series. Right. So, yeah, no, she. there's no one to fill in her role. She's not dead, you guys. You're not but, buy, we're not buying it, Arrow. <laughs> to devil's advocate, though. Uh, I mean, he I doesn't feel like... need any advocates, Tommy. <laughs> he does just fine on his own. He's got some people on retainer. It's pretty good. Um, I mean, though, I feel like since they don't have someone to 
replace her, it might be a really interesting arc to see them struggle through having, like, realizing just how important she was to the team. I mean, because mm-hmm. she does a lot, and she's oh, yeah. she's she's very undervalued, I'd say. Yes. So I think that would be a really interesting way to go. I mean, though, I I also don't believe that she's dead. Like, right. The only way I would believe it is if during that proposal she got a like uh, something like a bullet or an arrow through the heart, and she died, and then someone took her pulse and was like, "She's dead, everyone." Uh, <laughs> I would make a joke happen. about this, but it's spoilers for a different show that aired this week, and that's mm. not fair to people. You know what I'm talking about. Um, while we're on, oh, this. it was last week's episode. I Actually, <laughs> while we're on this topic, at Vern's uh, views she tweeted at me. Oh, mm-hmm. he said hashtag Magic Tattoo brings her back. Interesting. I feel like the Magic Tattoo is going to play into the island flashback. All of her. There, there has been some talk about that's coming up in one of the first episodes when the show comes back that that plays some role in something, something, something or other. I don't yeah. know that it's going to play into the flashbacks. I would actually bet on it playing into this season. Okay. Because this is our first out and out magical season, and that is very much a magical tattoo. Thank you, Constantine. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I do agree, Tari, that, you know, it, because we don't have anybody, if, if again, none, none of us think Felicity's dead, but if Felicity were <laughs> yeah. to die, not having somebody there to replace her role in the dynamic would absolutely give it more weight. It certainly takes away from it, I think, a little bit. If, oh, that's sad. We got another one. It's fine. It's right. good. We got you. But, moot point. Not but that. To, <laughs> but to take it back. I think we've had enough playing with the d- dynamic this season already because we had Oliver and Diggle not trusting each other for mm. three Four episodes? Yeah. Five? Lots, eh, lots of episodes. But we had some enough, angst towards him. We've had enough messing with the team dynamic for that to be a fresh plot point. Right. Yeah. So we don't really need to rehash this. Also, he didn't always have Felicity. No, he like, didn't. The but majority of season one, he didn't have Felicity. I no, forget she when came she came. In about less than less than halfway through. Less than yeah. okay. Like she figured it out super quickly, and even then, he was still bringing. A oh, bullet-riddled laptop and a syringe and whatnot <laughs> to her. Like, yeah. okay, buddy. Very, okay. So, God, we've just gone all over the place. <laughs> I know, it's exciting. But that's how you start, and then we can get... Now we can... We got yeah. it all out, and we can just get back to the program. So we have the bay, we have Dart getting called out, so we wind up with a holiday party, which is very, very much a holiday party, because Felicity is Jewish, and we all want to be represented, and, Yay. you know, thank you, show. I love Kwanzaa that her mom there. had an ugly Hanukkah sweater. Of course. Did you guys catch that it had, yes. like, smiley and frowny face dreidels on the pockets? Yeah, I just, of course. It was, be- it was a thing of wonder and beauty. <laughs> her mom also found the engagement ring in the Christmas lights... Where it seems to have migrated from the bowl. I guess they moved in a hurry? I'm guessing that Oliver took it out of the bowl at one point when Felicity wasn't home. was just like, I'm just going to put this somewhere that's not horrifically obvious. <laughs> but, right. but I would say it's almost guaranteed to be found there because the holidays are approaching and presumably decorating is something, as we see, decorating is something they do. Yeah. So they'd be going through that stuff pretty soon. But he's, Have he's you ever pulled a string of lights out of a box? You leave the stuff in the box because the lights come out in a very large clump like Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you're so focused on the lights, the rest of the box is just like, did we get them all? Yeah, whatever. Put it away. Don't look. So there yeah. really is a good place to hide them <laughs> in plain sight. Yeah. And he's so, also, is that he the thing you're not buying, everybody? <laughs> 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 oh, no, the thing I'm not buying is still the Magic iPad. Okay, all right. I, I do enough tech support with Apple products to go, no. Do we know it's an iPad? I don't think it's actually an iPad. Don't they have a Microsoft deal that it's actually a Surface? 
a brand non-specific tablet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. magic tablet. Because I remember magic the first like, two seasons, they had a pretty big brand deal with the Surface Pro. That they were using Surface Pros all over right. the place. And yes, as somebody but who then sold we Surface decided Pros, that, that, that Windows 8 was uh, not worth it, so we... <laughs> oh, they were running Linux on and, a Surface Pro. It was just weird. So we have the whole proposal thing running through there, running through the setup, running through the holiday party... Her figuring out through the best, most wonderful, innocuous line. I wrote it down. I have to find it. Because it's uh, Curtis yep. and his husband mm. talking about how they got married, how the proposal happened. And his husband makes a crack about, you never would have found the ring if I put it in a dessert like straight people do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we're all howling, laughing because the souffles and Felicity just kind of, the um. souffles. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the straight people crack was beautiful. Does not yeah. nice. So, we, we do that though. Yeah. Yeah. That, is, that is. And now classic us. Jewelry winds up in food, and it, why would you do that? That's a dentist bill waiting to happen. Yeah. Or a swallowed or ring. Or surgery. Yeah. Those Ooh. are expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll tear up your everything with the stone. <laughs> anyway, that, that, you know. Can we know, spend like 20 minutes we, talking about We talk this? about very happy things on this podcast. Show. Yeah. Anyway. So she essentially confronts Oliver, why wouldn't you propose to me now? And I love that we have the parallelism between Felicity and uh, Laurel saying, I get to choose whether I need protection or not. You don't get to make that choice for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love that we had that in this episode, and it was nice to see the writers working with that. Yeah. I mean, we get a lot. We've had four seasons of Oliver being like, everything's my fault. And like, <laughs> it's 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 about time that someone told him that he can't have the whole world on his shoulders. Like, I know that he has a hero complex, but like, everyone that, everyone especially at this point is capable of taking care of themselves in one way or another. Oh yeah. So I'm glad that they're actually acknowledging that and, and pushing it forward. And Laurel pointing out, you don't get to go to that place. You don't get to go to the woe is me, everything is my fault place. Yeah. Because evidently putting your hands over your eyes makes it that place. Yeah, that's the move. That's the woe is me move. yeah. What, what was me, guys? Yeah. See, he's doing oh, it. I'm, I'm there. Whoa! I'm there. It's uncanny. <laughs> Put your hands down. I'm Feeling back. better? I'm back. All right. <laughs> Thank you for coming back from the place. And, of course, Dark crashes the holiday party and kidnaps people because he's Damien Dark. It's like, oh, you got my favorite wine. Well, this isn't my scene, so I'll be leaving soon. Just, I'm going to take the people you love and then leave. So he leaves, you I know, funny to after after the rocky patch they've been having with Diggle and Queen have been having, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I almost felt like Diggle would have spoke up and they'd be like, "Hold up, I didn't even like this dude <laughs> <laughs> for like four weeks." <laughs> like, well, but we got over that rough patch yeah, a little I mean. while ago, so I can see why this happened. And Oliver does the whole wonderful "I'm going to trade myself for them" thing. Like, sure, honey. Okay, let's let's do this. Winds up in the facility. And Dark makes this comment. You know who? You know who perfected the ass chamber? The Nazis. Wouldn't be a holiday episode without a Nazi mention. I mean, hey. come on. <laughs> all those, all those Christmas songs were written around that time. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Fair quite enough. a few of them, actually. But yeah, it turns out that they're doing something with some form of gas tank with the algae that they were growing in the bay, which is why they wanted it untouched. They were making references to the bloom. Yeah. Later on, you know, at the end, we kind of get the Council of Five or whoever the heck they yeah. are down there with Dark with breathable air down here. And there's corn growing and now we're in phase four. And I think we've finally gotten a glimpse of the meta plot for this episode. Yeah. For this season. Because that's what it was missing up till now. Corn plan. 
Corn plant. Yeah. It was missing specifically the corn plant. But yeah. like, what's Hive doing? Why are they using the ghosts? And like, we finally got that. But like, in that, we just, in that uh, good storytelling way where they just throw you into the deep end and you're like, what? Right. We just yeah. didn't have our uh, ear to the ground beforehand. We needed to stalk them a little bit. Dum <laughs> I regret nothing. And there goes right. Get out. Bye, Everybody get out. We're done. We're done. The show's ending now. Get out. Get out. It's only Katie now. That's it. I have a show with Finish just Katie. Finish the show on my get own. Out. And it would be fantastic. Uh, Happy holidays. It's not all your fault, Lexi. My heart. Oh, He's no. like, so I'm going to give you a hug He's after the show. I went to the place. Is that watching this on YouTube that the gestures this episode are beautiful? I think this is my favorite one that you guys have done <laughs> <laughs> because we're getting off topic and yes. being dorks oh, man. <laughs> so yeah. yeah Genesis and corn and gas chambers and we go from oh you know I'll let your people go to I am not letting your people go here they are in the gas chamber please watch them die and Damien makes two really good points one bad guy yes which yeah fair duh. okay <laughs> two that having people gives Oliver something to fight for and he believes that taking that away from him will stop Oliver from fighting. Mm-hmm. And this is a Damien who still presumably doesn't know that he's the Green Arrow. I think he definitely doesn't know. Yeah, he does, yeah. especially now that he's seen them both in a room together. Yeah. I yep. mean, that is a season one tactic that we used, <laughs> so if it ain't broke... Yeah, to yeah. be fair, that plan is the only plan of Oliver's that does seem to work to some extent every time. Have yeah. a decoy. <laughs> I love that they put the voice changer on Merlin, because it, it was Merlin that showed up in the uh, Arrow costume with Laurel in her Canary costume and using the Canary Cry to break the glass, which, yay! Yeah, I yeah. love that seeing nice that work. Use of it. And, oh my god, Merlin was gold this episode. Ever since the crossover, I can't help but notice that he really does just appear in yep, rooms. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he really does enter a room that way. <laughs> All of the snide comments lets people know that he can't afford to pit the League against Hive. Which I think is an interesting development because we had, la- last season... The League was it. The League was the be-all and end-all. And we had mentions of Hive and we had mentions of a few other things, but the League was this huge organization that just could not be beaten. It was the thing. Yeah. And now it's, I can't afford to pit them against Hive. Right. What does Hive have? I mean, I would imagine that corn. the main <laughs> a lot of corn, <laughs> yeah, so really <laughs> scary corn, and you can't digest that stuff. <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> what did I just say? <laughs> yeah, that one just popped up. Stop it! Oh god! Stop uh, it! Uh, did it pop up just like jokes. corn? Oh, the corny <laughs> jokes. Yes, like popcorn. That was mine. <laughs> the These are the jokes, ladies and gentlemen. No. I'll be here all week. Are we gonna, are, I know. Are we gonna come? Are we gonna play out to a corn song? No, no, we are not. Yeah. None of them are. I, no, very few of them, of them are, are actual air safe. Yep. Uh, uh, back back to what does but, uh, I have that is isn't corn? Oh, no, you were, you were saying. Yeah. Go. Um, I was just gonna say that, like, I mean, you could imagine that a war between those two factions would end in nothing but insane amounts of bloodshed. And to just, because it would essentially be two people throwing waves and waves of disposable soldiers at one another. So, like, everyone who's in between those two giant unstoppable forces would just be annihilated. So yep. I imagine that he would, he doesn't want to risk that, uh, just for a personal vendetta. 
it would also bring them a lot of attention they yeah. don't want. Yeah. True. Public attention. Right. And he did make the point that Damien Dark is messing with forces I don't understand and may well be one of the things that actually scares me. So it's... At this point, I'm actually kind of tired of hearing about how scared of Damien Dark people are. Yeah. Just like, he's scary, leave him alone. He's scary, don't touch him. I'm British and I smoke. Stay away from Damien Dark. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, uh, we've built him up. We know he's scary. We, we know he just comes back from the dead because he can. But they're doing a great job this, this entire season of yeah. midway through. Midway through, we just now know he has a plan. You don't understand it. Yeah. And he's effectively immortal. I'm just tired of the I'm afraid of Damien Dark lip service. Like, we got that, we got got that, we get it, he's terrifying, move on. But now we see it. Because for a long time we didn't necessarily see it where it's like, well, he can stop arrows, but if he doesn't stop the arrows, do they kill him? If they blow him up, he falls over, but how long does he fall over? Right. Well, Well, he said that little incantation, so that might have been it. But it was amazing, because you watch him blow up, for uh, presumably, blow up. They come back from commercial, he's completely fine. They don't mention it. He's just good. He's just doing business. Yeah, I think that's even better. Yeah. I liked that a lot, but within that moment, within that commercial, I was thinking, like, so, like... They just have a new villain? (laughs) (laughs) Which is back in January, and it's like Damien Dark's boss? Like, is there just somebody else? The Council of Five, I guess? Tari, what are your thoughts on the undying Damien Dark? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, for for, during that commercial break, I thought it was going to be something akin to... Uh, the rebirth, re, rebirth, re-resurrection cycle we were just introduced in, introduced to in the last, like, crossover. So I thought maybe that was gonna be a thing in that he says that incantation and then comes back in some other way or some other form or some other body. Something to that effect. But, like, I like that he can't die, at least easily. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a mystic, so you'd assume maybe he, that incantation was, was a way of, like, shielding himself or transported him somewhere else. Like, something to that effect. But I love that, I mean, because all the previous bad guys, you know, you knew you could essentially kill them with, like, a gun, uh, to the, for the most part. A gun or a series of arrows. Yeah, um, well, For yeah. a while. Right. Uh, but, I mean, his, his whole thing was, like, he could heal a little faster, and he was a tank. Um, but he was ultimately <laughs> mortal. But we don't know the extent of this guy's mortality, which makes him even more terrifying. Sure. We're in the same situation as Merlin. We have no idea, and he scares us. Mm-hmm. So what What do you guys think his plan is? Uh. So far, all we have is we have a whole lot of brainwashed people, including Andy, who is either still very stubbornly brainwashed, or just, I, I don't know what the deal with him is. Yeah. I think he's we post-traumatically have... brainwashed. Yeah? Like, we're, I don't think he's actually brainwashed, but I think he's he knows nothing else. Like, the hold's not on him, but the work in his brain has been done. Ah. Right. There was a theory in the comments of our last episode, and I don't have them pulled up, so I don't know who said it, but I freaking love you, Mm. who said that they're called ghosts because the people have died, and Damien's been using frog water to bring them back, and so they have the bloodlust, and so he can easily manipulate them after that, and then they've, you know... They're all dead people that came back from the very small version of the pit. Or, this is utterly unconfirmed. I love it. But yeah. or the or the bloom is him trying to recreate the frog water. Could be, but so far it just seems to be an air scrubber. Yeah. Well, and it seems to kill people in seconds, except for Oliver Queen's friends right. who last minutes. <laughs> 
it's like it being the one soldier that doesn't have a helmet on. You know they're going to be fine because they're the main character. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't right. work on named characters. That's exactly. yeah. that's right. Yeah. Also, but he also said my last test led us to the, like that. There's something with specifically team team Arrow that he got because him putting them through the balloon that was a test. That was really? a test. So no. he said that my last test led to this. And it was that place with the stuff that we don't talk about anymore because it would be punny. Okay. Oh my god, Kern. <laughs> yes. Mm. Darn it, Katie! <laughs> <laughs> no! What do you uh, expect? No, I expected the same. <laughs> <laughs> Between Nazis and corn, this episode has just been really interesting. Yes. <laughs> Magic Nazi corn. That, by the way, is the plan. Magic Nazi corn. Yes. <laughs> that's the name. Of, that's the name of my Metallica cover band. <laughs> I hope you hear that, cla- that clapping. I oh, we hear it. And I love it, and I regret nothing. I saw we- you guys in the Viper Room last week. You were great. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about Oliver and Malcolm, actually? Aside from Malcolm coming in like a stealthy bat out of hell, he gives Oliver a phone. Uh, I cannot remember the some form of encoded, encrypted satellite phone, phone. Yeah. that the yeah. ghosts use to communicate so he can get a hold of Damian Dark and make his little deal. I love the, where'd you get the phone? I'm Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, that's your answer to everything, isn't it? How much longer are you going to be in the shower? I'm Rachel Ghoul. Another hour, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. That's, the, that's his answer for just everything now. Because he can no longer be a public fi- figure either. He's dead. Yeah. 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 Dead. And I forget that to to the best of everyone's knowledge outside of Team Arrow, Malcolm Merlin is dead because he's such a part of this series and he's around them all the time. And the only people we see interacting with Merlin are people that know that he didn't die or that he died came back. Or people that he's actively killing. Right. So to see the way, like, for example, Lance reacted in this episode, I went, oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah, Lance (laughs) just thought he was dead. I that Lance didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was one of the, that was... I forgot briefly and then I remembered, like, oh, they don't tell Lance anything in this show. No. Lance is the last to know. I feel bad All the time. When he also, like, he didn't he didn't get taken with all the other series regulars to be put in the little gas box. Well, because Oliver doesn't like, or he doesn't like Oliver. I know. Well, and Damien has the... Yeah. You know, and we had Lance questioning whether or not he made the right decision in not going after Damien after the party and not trying to out him and not... And then he basically throws away his position with Damien towards the end of this episode when he comes in and brings the police in as kind of the cavalry here. Mm-hmm. Because when you're fighting a whole lot of brainwashed people who have volunteered to go to a gas chamber but are still very capable of combat. Hive is weird, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That was real weird. Mindless, uh, mindless fighting soldiers. They're, they're as much drones as that drone was, essentially. You point yeah. them in a direction and they murder. Magic so. tablet. Magic tablet those people. <laughs> Magic tablet can take them down. Yeah. Magic tablet people. That'd be and great. I, I absolutely loved Merlin in the Green Arrow outfit. That just made me ridiculously happy. He looks so uncomfortable in mm-hmm. it. But still fabulous. Oh. Because yes. it's Barrowman. He yeah. could wear a burlap sack and make it look amazing, and I would not be surprised if he already has at some point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like you've seen pictures. That's. I don't know what you mean. I have sources. <laughs> I'm Share. Sure. That's just the Alexa sound. That's the Alexa soundboard. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's not she's not even in the booth. I just <laughs> somebody else is filling in for her. They just have the soundboard. Just the yes. And they heard Barrowman like I got this. <laughs> but yeah, that I think we got just about everything aside from the flashbacks, which were an extremely slow burn tonight. Yeah, I got a little bit frustrated every time they cut back to the island. Because yeah. here's, here's 30 seconds. Here's 30 seconds. Can I just get, like, a five-minute chunk in the middle of an episode to knock what, this out? Do we think, within the within the mythos of this show, the flashbacks usually have something to do with what Oliver learned in the pre- and how it helps him in the present day? But that gets old, and you can't do that every time. You can't always go to that well. But do we think they're building up very slowly to a piece of knowledge that he learned on the island that we're going to know... In five weeks, six weeks? I would think, I would hope, because otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah, I think this episode, as far as flashbacks go, was just a burn episode. We didn't really have yeah. anything for parallelism, so we're just going to go. I would, Whatever we found on the island, I think, is going to be, uh, it's going to have to do with Damien. Yeah, Whether I it's that so. statue that we saw him bleeding in front of a few episodes ago, or I don't know, something. Or the right. magic tattoo. Like The magic tattoo, so far, has been the only thing... The only thing in the flashbacks that can immediately can immediately help us in the present. Well, the staff of Horus, but that was uh, yeah, last we, week. yeah, we got the staff of Horus. Yeah. I would say for me, biggest disappointment of the episode, perhaps biggest disappointment of the season so far, is that we didn't see Oliver fight the shark. Thank <laughs> you. I wanted to see Oliver fight the shark. Well, maybe. This isn't the asylum. <laughs> but, like, you're right. Like, you see a shark go after him. Yeah. And then he just washes up onto the shore. I got I away. I completely missed that a shark went after him in the previous. That That's how much attention I was paying to the flashback. Yeah. It's like, oh, he got the map. That's the important part. As, an editing, as an editing exercise, once we're, once we're done five seasons, I want to do... I want to edit together a season that's just the flashbacks and then a season that's just the present day. I'm crazy. I want to watch that. I'm hoping that the parallel to the present in the flashbacks is that by the end of the season, the shark comes back <laughs> looking for looking for revenge. revenge. Yeah, and, and it's King Shark. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the He's, greatest. He is show. the alternate version of well, no, because in Earth Two, Oliver's dead and his dad's the arrow. Yeah, that's true. So it's mm. the alternate version of whatever shark bit his dad. <laughs> I smell your blood. I'm assuming the weird. exact same things happened to his dad that happened to Oliver because why not? Yeah, or, yeah totally. Or three. I don't know. Yeah. Let's um. let's roll with that. So <laughs> yes, evidently Oliver gets bitten by a shark. Because <laughs> why not? And also uses the girls' deep sea diving techniques to go to the ship that had had the Miracuru on it and get maps and then. Conklin? Coughlin? Conklin. Conklin. Yeah. Shows up. It's like, oh, well, I knew you were lying about things and you're not super dead. And oh, well, I'm going to beat it out of you. Am I wrong in thinking that he was dead? Watch out, Oliver. Shark. Shark's coming. You hear hear that, Oliver? He's coming, Ollie. Swim faster. Swim, Oliver. Get it. Get out of the water. You can do it. Get out of the water. He's probably. He's, He's going to yeah. need a bigger boat. Mm. <laughs> In Carter, you took the line. I was going to say, yeah, oh, it sunk. Oh. 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 So, yeah. That, and actually, evidently, uh, people actually do not taste good to sharks, which is why you very rarely ever hear about a shark straight up eating someone. They usually think, oh, they look from the bottom and see a surfboard and a purse, and they're like, oh, it's a seal. Oh, this is good eating. Oh, my God, what, what did I that? just what get? Is that? What is that? That's gross. That's gross. <laughs> ew, 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 ew. Get out of my mouth. Nope, nope, nope. 
Can it's we just, like we're just when you think you have a chocolate truffle and it really has like nougat or something inside. Mm. And you're like, it's going to be good. I regret my life choices. Yes. <laughs> or that opposite. fake marshmallow fluff. Fake, I agree with you, fake marshmallow. Yeah. I'm actually yes. the opposite where I would prefer nougat to. Two sharks, we are the fake marshmallow fluff we of the are. animal kingdom. <laughs> I'm really glad that we got to this place, guys. There's a lot of revelations in the podcast. It took a, it took a while. We are the finally. fake marshmallow fluff of the animal kingdom. I think that's the quote of the night, aside from maybe magic Nazi corn. Magic, hashtag magic Nazi corn. Hashtag Can we make that up? I think that's this season's hashtag. Last season was frog water. This season is a magic Nazi corn. <laughs> hashtag magic Nazi I'm tweeting right right now. Yeah. This is what happens when Ali Kona is not here. We just all kind of go a little crazy. But it's the best kind of cereal, no? I magic Nazi, Nazi corn. corn. It's for, it's got you know, little magic Nazi corn. Little marshmallow. Your your blue eyes. March hey. right yeah. onto it. Part of this balanced murderous breakfast. <laughs> it shows the bowl levitating, and then an arrow flies by and stops right in front of it. What? Oh God! Someone make this commercial. <laughs> Magic Nazi corn box. I'm going to have time next week. Somebody send me the graphics. <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go, you guys. Uh, All right. Cool. Is there anything that we didn't cover that we'd like to talk about? Anyone's favorite lines or favorite moments or just something that needs to come up that didn't make it into my notes somehow? Um... I'm going to take that as... Well, I do have written down, let them go. I will, existentially. Yeah, yes. that was fun. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. Nice. Hashtag magic Nazi corn, says our monitor. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I hear you have news and gossip. I do have news and gossip. What I don't have is pictures, so this is going to be a very abbreviated section. Um, one, I have been tweeted that the new Ninja Turtles trailer is out. Yay. In which the only thing we have is that uh, Stephen Amell is playing Casey Jones. I will not be going to see the movie because I refuse to put myself through another Bay feature after I live through Transformers Age of Extinction. Mm-hmm. But if you guys do see the movie, let me know how this interpretation of Casey is. I am yeah. That's literally the only thing I'm interested in. In the trailer, he looks like he's having fun. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I will say now after the Batman Superman trailer, the recent one, I watched that trailer and I just saw four green doomsdays hopping around. It was very unsettling. <laughs> Thank you, Lex. Like, Thank that, you that, so that, much that, for bringing that, that up. That, that is freaked exactly me out a little bit. what I thought. I was just like, why is there so many doomsdays running yeah. around in this movie? You're talking to someone who forgot that Lex Luthor was in that movie, and so I thought that was the Riddler when he came up the front of time. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's Edward Nygma. Oh, my God, it's Lex Luthor. <laughs> What Um. happened? Anyway, so that's out. And then the other piece of gossip I want to talk about is that Stephen Amell has claimed that his version of Arrow can beat Batman in a fight. Mm. Discuss. Hashtag nerd fights. Hashtag nerd fights. That's a whole That's screen junkies. Mm. Wrong network. Nope, nope. Honey bunches of nope. Nope. I don't think you I'm just Here, gonna here's the thing. I'm actually interested in Arrow, and I don't really care about the current film version of Batman, so, uh, winner. Um, he wins that round as I far think, as audience interest goes. I think this current version of the Green Arrow can take down Lil Wayne in Gotham. For sure. Yeah, yeah. A show I covered yeah. here at After Buzz TV. Ah, uh, <laughs> nice plug, nice plug. Sweet. I um, think he could also give good chase and fight to that current, the Sean Pertwee version of, um, Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Yes. Mm, yeah. Those yes. are my two. Alright. I think he, I think that he could take he could take Adam West, yes. He couldn't <laughs> take uh Christian Bale. He can't he might be able to take uh 
Val Kilmer <laughs> or uh, Michael Keaton, but not George Clooney. What? I feel like him and Clooney would <laughs> be buddies are, pretty quick. You were opposite. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. He can take. No, I stick with it. I feel like I feel like Batfleck would pick up his Goodwill Hunting Oscar in one glove and his Argo Oscar in the other glove and would just start knocking arrows out of the air. Thank you. So that's, that's probably you been my favorite that, all day. Uh, <laughs> it's probably a good thing that Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't playing Batman then. Oh, he'd be unarmed. Ouch! Oh. Ouch, Katie. But but Ouch. <laughs> but look at Dark how much acting he's doing in the Revenant trailer. Anyway. I know, I know. So much acting. Someone's gonna get hurt before he gets that Oscar. <laughs> like he put his hand through a table in um, Tarantino. Django, Django, Django and Change. Yeah, he wiped his own blood on another actress's face. Terry <laughs> 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 Washington. That's all I'm gonna say. True story. Look it up. We are super off topic, so it's three against one at this point because I am firmly in the arrows corner. Because look at all those exploding arrows, and look at Batman, who has finally figured out how to turn his head while wearing a cowl. Yeah. Hey. Well, to be fair, we're talking about Batfleck. I think he can take Batfleck. Yeah. Oh, no, so man. that's all we have for news and gossip. We have a few things in the hashtag. Uh, Vern says, Magic Nazi Corn brings out the dark in you. Healy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and Davila wants us to talk about Quentin and Donna. They're very cute. I'm not sure what there is to say aside yeah. from that was hysterical. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Much needed levity. And they both need each other. They both. They do. Uh, ne- not needy, like, uh, needy, but like. <laughs> but like they both, they both could use each other. They both, they're both of similar backgrounds and similar pain. Yeah. That sure. they can help each other sure. and have a healthy, normal, fulfilling relationship. Right. They can I relate. Don't think Lance is going to make it to the end of the season, especially Ooh. after his stand today. Yep. Like you don't betray Damian Dark and get away with it. Oliver right. is able to get away with it because Oliver may or may not have a Xanatos gambit going. We're just not sure. Mm. Lance, not he doesn't have the level of plot armor as the guy the series is named after. Uh, Vicky T points out, what about the way Dark looked at Alex, the campaign manager, all weirdly when he walked into the holiday party? Yeah, I, I forgot that was weird too. I wanted to have a prediction on him, but I don't. I haven't thought it all the way through. I think there's something up with him. There's definitely something up with him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's good. Well, I was going to say, I don't necessarily know that I think he's evil, but he definitely plays into the bigger picture of weirdness that is going on. Otherwise, I don't see why they needed another character, because this is already a pretty big cast. Mm. I don't think you'd introduce somebody just to be Thea's boyfriend. Slash just a good campaign manager. Right. Like, that's yeah. not enough yeah. in the, for this show. Yeah. They brought him into the fold for some reason, and he's he's dating Thea, so that's he's either evil or he's going to die. Let's be real. The only mm-hmm. person who's gotten out of that trap is Roy, and he's off the series until they bring him back for an episode later on this series yep, right. season. I think twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Yeah, something like that. So I think that's about all we've got for news and gossip. All right. And if that's all we have, we should move on to predictions. Ooh. Eventually. <laughs> there we go. And now your AfterBuzz TV. I love that light show. Start us off, Steve. I retract my theory that... The Xanatos Gambit? I I retract my Xanatos Gambit. You guys have talked me out of it. I'm siding with the many people on Twitter. I think it's Magic Tattoo. Magic Tattoo brings her back from life, fakes her death, hides her somewhere, until he can take down Damien Dark. I think Damien Dark has a big plan to kill Star City... 
and then make it a more inhabitable place. And it's all a real estate scam? I don't like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's all That's a real estate really scam. small potatoes for a magic It is. Tick. I think it's... It's like all of a sudden it became less uh, Rachel Ghoul in Batman Begins and more Lex Luthor in Donner Superman. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I do think what I think, do think whatever Damian Dark is up to, I think that campaign manager is on board. Okay. And sure. I, and I honestly think Oliver Queen fighting to become mayor and going through all these public hardships is part of it. Or at least it is now. Mm. That's what I got. Okay. Okay. Darn. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, kind of not to piggyback off of that too much, but I could see Alex being the one who set that drone. Because they were saying how it's out of character for yeah. uh, Dark to do. So I could see that being something to where he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to challenge this guy. We're going to make it worth your while. Because essentially that buys you uh, poll points. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to theorize on Dark's plan in that I think it's something similar to, and this is spoilers for the Kingsman movie. But I think it's something similar to the plan in that, in that the, maybe these people who are all about this Genesis plan are like the rich elite and they're, they're like, we want to make a new world full of like, uh, just for us and we're going to get rid of all the poor lame people. And so, uh, he's going to use this gas to kill everyone outside of his facility, use his new, uh, magic Nazi corn palace to, uh, to essentially regrow crops after his uh, after his gas kills all living beings, so something to that effect. Hmm. And then everyone's heads blows off. Uh, he uh, Lex, what about you? <laughs> um, Were you waiting for me to do you? Or did you just want to see where this would go? I just wanted to see how far it was going to take. Yeah, it. like if you just let somebody ramble on, they might stumble across something. And he's give like, myself some popcorn. Just, it's like, look, yeah. if he's still going Magic at one popcorn. in the morning, I'm still here. And it's like in season five, in a flashback, he meets the Flash, <laughs> yeah. who takes him to Star to Star Lex, City, and that's how season one started. Then they go to Ona. What do I think? Uh, shark. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, you know what? No, I'm going to double down. Damien Shark. There we go. That's the twist. That's the big reveal in the back half. She, now Katie's going to the Lex, place. Let's get out. <laughs> We're done. Katie, you're going to close the show. Everybody has to get out. <laughs> this isn't the asylum. It feels like an asylum, yep. but this isn't the asylum. All right. For those of you who are missing this reference, the asylum is the studio that made Sharknado. They're also the people that make Z Nation, which is a super good show, and we recap that on Sundays. Nice. Nice plug. Nice Sweet plug. plug. Man, it's, it's only a, it's had my a, charger. It's evidently a good plug. So, oh, my God. It's evidently <laughs> what a is wrong with you? <laughs> Corny jokes. Corny, corny jokes. You know what? I'm just going to leave it on the wide. You're on your own. I'm out. I'm out. I think I see what the dynamic is without me and with Algona, and then what the dynamic is with me. It's all your fault. I'm sorry. It's all your fault. I think it's four of the same element. (laughs) That's what this is. It really is. It's a bunch of nerds. I don't think we have enough pieces of Genesis yet to really see where it's going. I mean, Magic Nazi Corn is a great hashtag, but it's a cornerstone, if nothing else. Mm. It's like trying to theorize for Blind Spot. We just don't have enough of the pieces to see where it's going yet. Um, what? Cornerstone. <laughs> you thought I was kidding. I'm leaving on the line. We're done. You've been on the line for like five minutes. We're done. That was unintentional. Uh, but I am so super good. proud of myself. Oh my god. 
Yeah, I I don't think Felicity is dead. I do think she's. I don't think we're gonna have any magic or any sort to save her either, because you can pull through stuff like that sometimes. It just depends. I think she'll pull through. I think she'll be out of commission for a while because bullet pin cushion. These things do occur, and they're not good. We'll just have to see what happens because we also got the little sound clip of Oliver going, "Yep, I'm gonna kill him." And that's going back on his vow, how, which how, he managed to keep against Slade. Again, did he did kill Roz, didn't he? I don't uh, know. Uh, it got messy. Him and Roz got real messy. Yeah. Yeah. I also, speaking of real messy, how do you kill Damien Dark? We need to learn. We need to figure that out. The I only, think it needs to be like a sniper shot or something. Well, the only thing we've seen hurt him is Thea. Yeah. Thea and the arrows when he wasn't consciously blocking them. Like, yes. he was down. But even that, you know, he was, whatever whatever happened to him happened. Yeah, he was down and he got blown up, but then he bounced right back. Something was going on when he tried to zap Thea. Something was happening it to him internally. Him. Yeah. So, and Thea said that she had not been feeling homicidal ever since then. So, Daddy, I think I'm cured. Like, hmm. bless you for saying it like mm-hmm. that. That was amazing. I love that she just doesn't really care about Malcolm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, that is predictions. And I think we are good to go. Where can the people find you? People can find me right here, right now. But also on Twitter, at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. I do a lot of shows here at Buzz TV. I tweet about them regularly. <laughs> and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can also find me on After Buzz TV, but also on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J Y. This is nice. This grin is blinding me. Uh, I have a radio voice. I am Lex Michael. I'm all over the social thingers at the Lex Michael. I'm also on a bunch of shows here. You can find those by looking at my social thingers. The social fingers. Hashtag fingers. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. I'm on Ruby, which we're going to have another episode this year, you guys, before the calendar year closes out. I am on Z Nation on Sundays. We are getting close to the season finale. And if you're in L.A. the uh, day that Star Wars premieres next Friday, I'm going to be at the giant lightsaber fight. So if anyone wants to find me and Ooh, say me hi, too, we're going to beat each other that? with plastic sticks. Please. Downtown, I'll, I'll tell you later. Please. Yeah. It's the thing on Facebook. We'll find share it, it on it's our social media. We'll share it on all the social medias. And, of course, you can follow Alicona at BoysAndBeauty01 on Twitter. Please review us on iTunes. We do read the reviews. We adore the heck out of you. And that is how we keep this show on the air. I'm going to break up the staring contest right now and say thank you guys so much for watching. We will see you on January 20th when we come back. Enjoy your holidays, everyone. Yay! Executive producer Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Corn you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 